Hey friend, welcome to The Ashley O Show. I'm your host, Ashley O'Connor. I'm a registered nurse turned health coach, and I am on a mission to keep people out of the hospital and into healthier lives than they ever thought possible. How? By getting back to the basics, prioritizing mental health, ditching diet culture, and repairing our relationships with food, fitness, and our bodies. Expect unfiltered, unapologetic, and unsugarcoated conversations about building lives, careers, bodies, and minds that are stronger than we could have imagined. The truth is, I don't have it all figured out, but I plan on spending my life searching for answers to the most important questions. This podcast is all about bringing you along for that ride. Now let's go chase some uncertainty. As we enter into the third quarter of the year, which is absolutely wild to say out loud, I thought it'd be really helpful to talk about building routines that actually fit your lifestyle. And of course, we are talking about this from the perspective of a nurse. So we're talking about building routines in a nurse lifestyle. This is going to be unique, but if you are a busy professional, if you work shift work, this is going to apply to you too. So I just want to talk about a few tangible things that you can bring in to this next quarter and practice and implement and see what works for you. That is what is so important about routines and habits. We watch all sorts of videos. We listen to other people and we hear from them on what routines and habits should be in our schedules. But I want you to cherry pick what's right for you. I'm going to give you some suggestions, some tips and ideas that have worked for me. But routines and habits are extremely individual. I think too many of us are trying to implement 400 new habits overnight, and then we burn out. They don't work. Because when we are stressed, when things go wrong, we will always default to whatever our last normal was. So if you weren't having these habits in your life a week ago, if shit hits the fan on Friday, you're probably just going to revert to what you did before. And we get frustrated with ourselves and feel like we failed and we don't have any discipline or willpower. When in reality, we just tried to do too much at once. I want you to cherry pick, see what feels right for you, experiment, keep an open mind. And slowly over time, you're going to establish routines and habits that actually support the life that you want that will be maintained on those days when you don't feel like it. That's definitely the power of habits and routines is that once they're established, we will lean on them in times of stress when things aren't going our way. We still have some stability in our lives, but it's going to take a little time to actually implement and set in stone. So that's really my first tip is to be realistic. Don't just go zero to 100 and try and implement a billion things at once. I want you to truly sit down and consider which habits, which routines are actually going to move the needle forward for you and have the most impact in your life. So certain habits can act as a domino and create that ripple effect, impacting other areas that make you even more motivated to keep going. So things like exercise or just movement in general, eating more nutritiously and fueling your body better getting more sleep, like all of those are really excellent examples of habits and routines that have a huge ripple effect. Because you know, when you start exercising, and you're going consistently, you just feel more motivated to like eat a little bit better because you just worked out. And then you're a little bit more tired because you've been working out. So you're sleeping better, like huge ripple effect that then can change so much more in your life. So start really simple, but also know where your energy is. 
So if we're talking about something like workouts, for example, I really want you to consider where you realistically have the most energy. Is it before your shifts? Is it after your shifts? Is it on your days off or is it only on the days you're working? It totally depends on the person. And some of those examples I just gave, you may have like scoffed and been like, oh my God, how can anyone work out during their shift days? But for me, those were actually the best times because I was already going to work and I would get my workout in right before I went in. But on my days off, I rarely had enough energy to fit in an actual workout. So it completely depends on the person. So I want you to consider when you have the most energy in your week, in your days, and implement new habits and routines around those times and be realistic about what you're choosing. The second thing when it comes to routines is planning for those routines. And the thing I want to touch on is that traditional planners and plans don't work very well for nurses. If you're anything like me, maybe you've purchased a bunch of different types of planners because you get this like burst of energy and this idea that you're going to get your whole life together and you're totally going to use this planner and it's going to change everything. Maybe this is just my ADHD brain, but I've tried every kinds of planner. I've tried a bunch of apps. I've tried habit trackers and all these things, and nothing ever seemed to fit my lifestyle very well. And yes, it's totally about trial and error. So I want you to experiment again with planners and planning apps and things to see what might fit your life. But you may not need those altogether. Because what, one thing I noticed was as a nurse, I'd buy these planners and three or four plus days of the week, I didn't I, like there was no point in me making a plan for myself because I was just going to work and it just felt like a waste of space because I'm like, well, I'm going to spend 12 hours in a hospital. So I guess that's how I'm planning my day. So instead, if that's not working for you, if you feel similar to me, I want you to just focus on planning the days that you have off. And I'm not talking about a 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. elaborate plan hour by hour. I want you to choose three to five important tasks that you want to complete on your days off this week. Don't overload this. I know that we have a tendency to try and get everything done all at once. We make a giant to-do list of 20 items. And guess where that leaves us? Overwhelmed and burnt out, sitting on the couch, binging Netflix. Because there's just no way that we have the mental capacity to fit in 20 extra to-dos. We already just spent hours and hours of our lives saving other people's lives. We can't carry much more. So at the beginning of your week, whenever that falls, treat it as whatever you count as your Monday, even if it's not on Monday, I want you to think of three to five important tasks that you're going to get done this week on your days off. And here's the thing. If you finish your three to five tasks and you've got more energy and there's more things that you want to get done, add them on. That's totally fine. I just don't want you to start with a laundry list a mile long of to-dos that you need to get done and fires that you need to put out. I want you to pick three to five things that are actually really important to your life, that are actually going to move the needle on your goals, make you happier, make your life easier. Those are what we're going to focus on on our days off. What I don't want is for your entire life to feel like a job, to feel like one giant to-do list. And that can happen when we spend, you know, our three or four shifts working 12 hours, taking care of others, feeling tired and exhausted and overwhelmed, and then coming home. And on the days that we have off, we have a massive to-do list. And so we're just constantly getting more and more tasks done to the point where there's one day or a couple hours where we're just laying on the couch comatose watching Netflix 
And we repeat the cycle and feel like we aren't living our lives at all. We feel like we aren't doing anything that we want to and that our life is just like this hamster wheel. That's what we don't want. I want to change that for you. So I want you to just comb it down, bring it back a few notches and pick three to five tasks and go from there. Now that's first, we pick our important tasks of things that we really need to get done on our days off. And then I want you to schedule a couple other things into your time. One is some sort of self-care and I want you to treat it like a freaking appointment. Too many of us are like, I'm gonna do this thing for myself. And then we bail on it at a moment's notice because something more important came up. You are the most important thing here. I want you to treat your self-care like it's sacred. And when I say self-care, I am not always talking about bubble baths and pedicures and massages. Those things are lovely. And if you want to schedule those things in for yourself sometimes, absolutely, please do that. But self-care is also appointments that you need to go to to maintain your health. Workouts, dates and date nights with your partners, uh, relaxing time. like Those things are what I want you to focus on. And I want you to actually put it in the calendar and say, this is important to me. I'm keeping this promise and make sure that it happens on your days off. Pick a couple items each week and make it really simple. And then the last thing I want you to schedule in is fun. I don't want you to just spend your days off doing errands or watching Netflix. Those two are important. Those things need to get done. And Netflix is great if you need to just zone out and relax. Like, I'm not saying eliminate those things, but I want you to schedule actual fun. What do you actually like to do? And if you are sitting there saying, I have no idea who I am, I don't even know what I like, and I don't think I like anything, and I'm nothing. I hear you. You are not alone. I know that feeling very well. But if that's you, if you're on the other side saying that, I want you to do some self-exploration then. I want you to schedule in time that you are actually just dating yourself. And I want you to sit there. I want you to think about this. Who were you before you were a mom, before you were a nurse, before you put all these labels on yourself where you lost who you are? Who were you before? What did you do for fun? What did you actually enjoy? And this is not just drinking with your friends during the day at brunch. Like, that's fun. But what do you actually like to do with your life? hiking, being in nature, horseback riding, crocheting. I don't care what it is that you want to do, but I want you to schedule things that are fun, that make you feel lit up, that make you feel more full when you are done doing them than when you started. There's way too many activities that we engage in that leave us actually feeling depleted. We think that they're giving back, but you leave feeling worse than you started out. And then one more piece I want you to add on to this list of important things to do each week, plan your meals and prep time. So again, this does not need to be an elaborate hours long activity. I know we've seen people on Instagram who do meal prep or like Pinterest and it's like 40 dishes on a counter and it takes them their entire Sunday or more. And that's not what we're talking about here. I don't need you to do anything elaborate, but I want you to figure out in general what your meals are going to be for the week so that when you get to the time where you have a shift, it's not a mystery and plan out some prep time just to get a few things done to make your life easier in the long run. That's all I want from you. So those four things are what I want you to plan each week. So Plan out three to five important tasks that you're going to complete on your days off. Keep it that simple, and then you can always add to it, but I don't want you to get overwhelmed. I want you to schedule self-care and treat it like a freaking appointment so that you keep that promise to yourself. 
Keep those date nights on your schedule. Keep the workouts. Keep the time that you're relaxing or getting the massage or doing something else that's important to you. Schedule in your self-care and then schedule in fun. I don't want you to just spend all your days off on a couch or running around like a hamster on a wheel. We don't need either end of that spectrum. And then just devote a little bit of time to prepping a few things for yourself and making sure that you know what you're going to eat for your shifts. And this is where I want you to start. This is how you build a routine for your days, especially your days off, that actually serves you in the long run, that doesn't leave you feeling so depleted. I don't want this to be complicated. Start with one of these things, start with a couple, and just see how it feels. The other thing that I want to remind you of is that you don't have to do all of this alone. I want you to work on delegating a little bit more. You already do this in your nurse life. Let's bring delegation into your personal life. And you may or may not have a partner. You may or may not have kids. We can delegate regardless. What I mean by this is if you do have kids, get them involved in some of the things that you want to get done. Get them involved in meal prepping. Get them involved in some of the tasks that you know are important around the house. Teach them how to make their own lunches or do some of their own tasks so that you don't have to carry it all on your own. If you have a partner, same thing. Get them involved. This is not supposed to be all on you. You already spend 12-hour shifts taking care of other human beings. You don't need to devote your entire life to caring for everyone else and getting zero help. We can also delegate with things like appointments and chores, cooking and shopping. Use babysitters or your parents or people who can help you out, your sister who can bring your kid to their soccer appointment. If you can afford to, outsource some of the stuff. I know sometimes it sucks to spend the money, but if you have it, get someone to do some of the deep cleaning around the house once a month, once every couple weeks, whatever works for you. Use services like Instacart to bring you your groceries so you don't have to. Find one of your coworkers who also is trying to eat healthier and split up who's cooking what. Maybe have them make the carb, you make the meat, and you swap and you pitch in for the groceries for those items and just split that cost. Like You can be really creative here, but just know that it doesn't have to be all on you all by yourself. You already know how to delegate. So let's bring that into your personal life as well. And here's the thing that I want to remind you of. You may have some pushback if this is not a behavior that you did before. So if you took on all of the responsibility in your family, for example, if you always made your kids bed, you always made their lunches, you always cleaned up their rooms for them, and your husband, you always cooked dinner for him on your days off, if you suddenly are like, hey, I need your help with these things, you may experience some pushback because they're used to one version of you, but you are no longer her. You are growing, you are asking for help, and you're getting what you need so that you can be the best parent, wife, nurse, person that you can. It's when we put way too much on ourselves that we burn out, and then we're not the person that we want to be in the world anyway. They're going to benefit from this, but they may feel uncomfortable in the beginning. They may try and push back. They may try and argue. But you always did this before. But how, how can I handle this on my own? I need your help. I need you to do this for me. Whatever they say. If they ever pull the BS of, you only work three days a week. Why can't you do this? You just, <laughs> you just deal with that. Give them some of that nurse fire because that is the ultimate bullshit that people try and pull. Ask for help. And know that if you get some pushback, you push them back too. You are important. You are valuable. You do not have to do it all on your own. And you should not have to do it all on your own. Because you need time to recharge. You need time to take care of you and feel your best. Because otherwise, 
This just isn't going to last a lifetime. If you can with this too, I would advise that you plan at least two weeks at a time-ish so that you don't overload yourself and you also don't get caught off guard. A lot of us are planning like day by day or week by week, and we're not looking ahead to what's going on in week two, for example, the next week coming up, and we forget that there's like an appointment or something that we need to prepare for that we didn't actually prepare for, and then we end up feeling overwhelmed and behind. So make sure you're looking at least two weeks at a time so that you don't get caught off guard and you also don't overload yourself when you don't have to. Next week may be an easier week. Let's put some of the items over there and keep this week simple and calm so that we can recover before a busy week, for example. So plan out at least a couple weeks at a time, maybe a month if you have that capability. Okay, it's almost July 1st. I want you to take some time to devote to this. I really want you to sit down and think, Take 30 minutes and just plan out the next couple weeks and try a few new habits on for size. Experiment. Pick and choose what feels good for you. Don't worry about what a prior version of you did or did not do. We get caught up in that as well. I've never followed through in the past, so why would I follow through now? We get caught up in that and then we never get anywhere. Ignore that. We're a new person drawing a line in the sand and we're going to try some new things with an open mind and some curiosity. Also, just really quick, if you have not already, and if you're listening to this in real time, tonight is the Nutrition for Nurses workshop. This is actually going to help with all a lot of this stuff and a lot of the nutrition pieces that is peppered into building a routine for yourself. And if you're listening to this in real time, you still have time to get your ticket if you've been thinking about it. So it is tonight. June 28th at 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. I'd love to see you there if you can make it. If you can't, that's okay. I can still send you the replay when you sign up. And if you're listening to this after the fact, just shoot me a message over on Instagram if you're interested, and we'll work it out and get you the workshop after the fact. You deserve to feel amazing. You deserve to feel energized and fueled. We need to prevent some of that burnout because you are doing an amazing job and you deserve to feel happy and fulfilled. So let's step off the hamster wheel and build out a life that we actually enjoy day by day. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for allowing me to take up a little bit of your brain space today. Like seriously, it means the world to me. If you connected with this episode, it would be amazing if you could share it with your friends and tag me at Ashley O Show so that I can personally thank you. That way, we can build an army of badass women who believe in themselves that will take the world by storm. I cannot wait to see what we make possible.